Hello, and welcome back to Into Riverdale, your favorite Riverdale rewatch podcast. As always, I am the two-thirds of your cast that uh, know what Waco is, and joining me is that other third, Art. Hey, uh, I don't know what Waco is. Let's go into a heavily uh, armored, I mean, armed um, compound with children in it. And you know, I can't. I can't imagine that going wrong. No, no, it only didn't happen to two places. Um, <laughs> which ugh, I don't want to get into the patriot, like the quote-unquote patriot or militia, like uprising. Mm. But let's just say Waco was part of that, and so was Ruby Ridge. And mm. this seems to really want to do that. Yeah, I mean. I think that they probably were letting the audience know that, no, we're basing this off Waco. (laughs) Yeah, just like, also, Edgar. This is not a show that practices a lot of subtext. And Edgar, I just, oh, but Chef Kit, Edgar, ooh, you beautiful man. I love it. So much. Yeah, uh, I guess someone in the Riverdale writing room is a big uh, Fallout New Vegas fan, fan because I'm pretty sure this isn't like an actual mission in Fallout New Vegas. I'm fairly sure it is. Yeah, like there's all there's a whole. Uh, I'm I'm fifty percent sure because I've only played New Vegas once, but there's a whole mission where like there's a guy who's gonna like blast off into space with the ghouls or some shit, right? Yeah. No, this no, it's a very good <laughs> mission. Uh, yeah, basically, he has you running all over the wasteland to get uh, to get parts for the sh- for the um for a space shuttle that's been decommissioned for like you know almost three hundred years, and he's trying to blast off to space with the goals because he thinks the goals are you know higher life forms and that they don't deserve to be on this earth anymore. Sure, it's a very okay, good yeah. mission. Well, there you go. That's I feel like I swear to God. You, this happens here. It you, happens. You, you, like, you literally, the great thing about it is if you, is like, you get to see the spaceship Challenger itself, like, watching mm-hmm. it from the, from the, uh, launch pad. Um, l- unfortunately, we did not have someone dressed up as Evil Knievel in a full leather bodysuit with their name across their crotch. Uh, I mean, this this is why Riverdale stays winning. Yeah, this Riverdale yeah. just fucking rocks. I love this show. You know, every single time listen, I think I Obsidian's don't... a pretty good company, okay, but they don't have the caliber of writing and vision that the the boys at Riverdale got. I like, like every single time I think this show is not doing it for me, they pull this shit. Jesus, yeah, this season kicked into nitro. We're only on episode three, which is really only episode two, because I don't think episode one should count. And, like, we're here, folks. Yep. All right. Let, so let's, now that we're here, let us begin. This is season four, episode three, chapter 60, Dog Day Afternoon. Nine episodes till episode 69. Oh, my God, I can't wait. We need, to, we need to play something uh, for that one. I don't know what. <laughs> Okay, this uh, this Jason situation surely must be coming to a head soon, right? I can't imagine they're going to drag this out too much longer. It can't be. It, it's. I can't believe that it's been going for three episodes already. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a long time without something changing in the like status quo of a situation. And like they've harped on it so much. He's like every other scene with Cheryl is her talking to Jason. So like, <laughs> I'm like. Stop teasing me. It's not it's not like you, Riverdale. Like it just it just has to like stop sooner than later. 
so we're opening up with uh, Archie's gym. And uh, Mad Dog's been having some issues or something. I don't remember this. I don't think it's actually important. To be this, the, the, they're setting this up as the A plot. And I guess technically it is. Is it? Because I totally, completely have forgotten yeah. everything related well, to Archie's storyline. Well, okay. Here, here's the thing. I feel like the A, B, and C plot is what mm-hmm. they what they put out first is what they generally consider the most important part. Sure, yeah. I feel like they failed on this one. <laughs> okay, yeah, so Mad Dog's younger brothers having issues with, like, drug dealers or something, and so Archie's gonna help him take care of that, I guess. Meanwhile, Jughead is moving into... This made me mad. They they reference Dead Poet Society, which is already clearly what they're homaging, and I don't think you're allowed to like to just outright say what you're copying. I feel like there should be a rule against no, okay. that. Okay, I feel like Riverdale knows that it's not clever enough, but also thinks it's being way more clever than it is. Like it like, like it's it's like those dumb people who know they're dumb but refuse to like talk to anyone to out like their ideas and stuff. Mm-hmm, Middle mm-hmm. management. That's what I was trying to say. They know they don't know what's happening, but they will still do it. Um, meanwhile, Veronica continues to have the most boring plot lines on the face of this planet. Her issue this episode is that she's drawn up the paperwork to legally change her last name from Lodge to Gomez, but she isn't sure if she really wants to. Oh, I wonder and if that's this, it. I wonder if there's going to be like this last second like thing. That pops up. Uh, can we talk about how Riverdale gave Hiram a like legit minute and a half to monologue and explain why there's a Latino man with the last name Lodge, which at this point in Riverdale, I feel like we all just sort of accepted and did not need. It's uh, okay. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It's like how there's uh, a bunch of Latino men out there who has a last name like Dusselsner for something. You know, mm. it's, white people could also be Hispanic. Yeah, it, it, that that as well. It turns out, it turns out that you could also intermarry and still mm-hmm. look Hispanic. Yeah, you know, like again, I don't think any, I don't think anyone was like, you know, review the the Lodge backstory. What doesn't make sense? Why is his name Lodge? I don't get it. You, I don't. You, I don't think anyone was doing that. You know what I could? Literally zero. You know what I could have had? We could have mm-hmm. had. Three more minutes, at least, of that wonderful, like, raid at the end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was quite good. Like, I would have liked a little bit more of Edgar. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're skipping over actual important part. Moose is at yeah. the same um, school. Moose is back. Yeah, Moose is at the prep school. Uh, he's going by Marmaduke now, his real name. Uh, and he explains this is like a chance for him to start over without uh, all of the drama of Riverdale sticking with him. Yeah, which I feel is, um, I mean, I guess it's good to explain because yeah. like he showed up, he was really important for maybe like 10 episodes and then kind of disappeared. Right. But he's back now, uh, but maybe not for more than just this episode. It kind of looks like. Yeah. Um, so uh, that that's right. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, yeah. The Archie's go. Archie's uh, the the. The Archie plot of this one is uh, they're combining. Basically, they want to turn the El Royale gym into a uh, community, community center. Community center. Um, 
and uh, that's combining the the kid, uh, Mad Dog's uh, younger brother having issues, and also oh, brings in the El Royale okay. stuff a yes, little bit. Yes, yes. And also, it happens to continue. I feel like Archie just needs to straight up, like, actually kill someone with his bare hands before he'll stop. <laughs> like, you know, you know, it's it's like those him. people who just need to kiss already. Like, he just yeah. needs to kill someone with his bare <laughs> hands. Mur- yeah. <laughs> like, because he also attempts to do that later on. Yeah. They they need to stop um, murder that's, edging. That's right. Archie Archie <laughs> wants to renovate the gym and turn into a community center. That's going to cost him forty thousand dollars that he does not have. Uh, meanwhile. Uh, looks like a fed just got fucking murdered. Uh, they they sent a mole into the farm and uh, they were listening on his wire and he got got. And Ed- Edgar turns into like a full villain now. Like his actor made some choices. He's like, I did. I'm, I guess I'm evil now. So now okay. I talk like this. I want to think that the act Edgar Edgar, the, the actor who plays Edgar, mm-hmm. chose that outfit. Like went to costuming was just no. like. I better fucking have full ass leather and Edgar right across my dick, right above my dick. I should say, it's uh, it's some real good shit. You missed something. I feel like there was something else I wanted to say earlier, but uh, I've fully forgotten. No, doesn't look like it's important. Yeah, we'll we'll they'll come up later. They they actually revisit. Oh no, what I wanted just to mention was because Archie's uh, plot seems very pedestrian at the beginning. This episode, like, takes a little bit. It's a bit like a firework, right? We got the fuse, and you're like, well, this is kind of, this isn't very impressive. And then suddenly it hits the gunpowder, and this episode goes nuts. Remember that one? Um, remember that one, uh, episode in, like, season one where they had the baby shower episode, and then, like, a really good episode on the other side of right. it? Like, the A and B plot were completely different. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, this one. Oh, uh, we also this plot. I don't give a shit about either. Um, it turns out this a, isn't even a plot. It's just like Nana Rose gets to be creepy. She, Nana Rose is sundowning, like they mention every single season at least once or twice, mm-hmm. and she needs a night nurse, someone to look after. Her, which you know what? Hey, Cheryl, maybe that's a good idea. And oh yeah, I forgot that. Yeah. Um, and she. We don't get to this point yet, but basically, uh, Tony is just like, yo, get a night nurse. You're not going to be able to take care of her (laughs) properly. Yeah, so Archie's complaining in the student lounge, man, I just need $40,000, you know, regular high school stuff. Um, And Verona offers him a loan. He's like, no, Verani, I don't want any more handouts. It's a loan, dog. That's not a handout. That's what I was thinking. It's a loan. Also, it's yeah, a. She didn't even offer you money. It was a loan, and then this happens. Also, it's a loan from your girlfriend who could set the interest on it. Right. Like, take um, it, dude. So then Veronica says, "All right, break time. Something for the dads." And all the boys put on a shirtless car wash. Some something for the daddies, you know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and this is actually <laughs> deeply funny because they have this whole scene of them all being like super cut and shirtless and sudsing up, and then they're like. Oh gosh! How much did we make? Look at this big stack of money. That was four hundred. Hey, 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 dudes! Uh, make the make the cost bigger, higher. You know. <laughs> I mean, 
All, it's also a car wash, though. Like, you're not going to make $40,000 on no. a local car wash. You're not going to. Now, okay, I need to stop right now. We need to stop this because mm-hmm. there's implications okay. to this. Okay, so yeah. they just did that part. Right. Veronica basically says we could do, like, a Magic Mike show where you could go full Monty. Are th- is she wanting them to show their goddamn dicks to all the suburban mobs thirsting after these teen Let, let's boys? Let's back it up. I, I need to see this exact wording like I'm playing D&D. <laughs> Still better than she says a little over four, and he's like, grand? That's great. Uh, no, she's, it's 400. <laughs> uh, she says she underestimated, uh, you know, the financial power of their pecs, but uh, maybe we do a Magic Might night at La Bonne Nuit, or, dare I say, you boys go the full Monty, yeah? Okay, so, okay, I need to, I, we, I, we need to talk about the implications of this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, let's say, let, let's just say they're all 18. Let's just say right, that. Right, they're seniors, so it's plausible. It's okay, plausible. Yeah. It's plausible depending on their birthdays. They might be yeah. 18 already. She is yeah. still... S- They'd all have to have very early birthdays, but, yeah. you know, for the sake of the narrative. For the okay, sake yes. of the narrative. Let's say they're 18 because yeah. then, then Veronica's not saying, why don't you do child porn? Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What? Okay. Are they... How, like, who's gonna be... It's gonna just be the moms. It's gonna be the yeah. moms. You know how awkward yeah. that's gonna be when like Moose's mom is just like Well well what? Art, I mean, who was there for the car wash? No, that's the thing. That's also the creepy thing. Because <laughs> this is this is supposed to be a fairly like small right. city, I wanna say. I wanna say, I'm gonna yeah. say city, a small city. Because mm-hmm. that's the only way I'm gonna be able to like Hey, big enough for a nightclub. Big enough for a nightclub, but not big enough to have multiple 24-hour eating places. Mm -hmm. As far as we know. I think there's a Ruby Tuesday somewhere there. I think they mentioned Ruby Uh, Tuesday. No, it's a TGI Thursday. Tuesday Thursdays. Okay, I I know it was a medium. The other other one that's named after a day of the week. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, like, do you know how, like, also, they're still in high school right now. Do you know how fucking yes. awkward it'd be for, like, your teacher to be like, oh, I heard I could see a bunch of, like, do you know how awkward it'd be for your teacher well, to Well, art, uh, based on season one of Riverdale, okay. not that no, no, awkward, okay. it turns okay. out. Okay. Not, okay, not Archie. Archie, not Archie. But, okay, let's, let's just say, let's say you're Mad Dog. Let's say you're Mad Dog. This is the first time you're interacting with most of these people. First off, he already knows all the horny middle-aged women, which could Mm -hmm. be a boon to him. Mm -hmm. If you want, Mm -hmm. if you want that, if you want some sugar mamas. Uh, But, like, how, why does Veronica say, whoa, show your dick to people? Like, why? This is this is supposed to be like 2019, right? So they could they could yeah. <laughs> they could start an OnlyFans, a group OnlyFans. <laughs> Donate one. That'd be so funny. Their uh, name would be Homoerotic Isis. <laughs> yeah. Two. It would it wouldn't be OnlyFans because I don't think OnlyFans would pay to have their actual name on the show. So they do a cheeky little uh, parody. It'd be like. Um, single fans or something yeah and uh they all they all show their dick and charge like a decent amount and yeah. they get and but the thing is it's like they they have it's like an 80s style like save our community center like thing <laughs> like yo if you if you want to like just i don't know like rub one off rub one out to to our teenage dicks uh you can see See, uh, the waist bare dick out, right? But then up at the chest, they're holding signs, save our community center. 
and they're all wearing the red hood masks or the red circle masks. Yeah. I get, I just like just the idea, the fucking audacity <laughs> that Veronica had at that like fuck, I can't deal with this. This bothered this, like I mean, luckily the the thing happens later in this episode, so I kind of forgot about it until rewatching it, but like Christ. Yeah. Uh, I was okay. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember that movie that came out in 2019? I know the exact the, one you're uh, talking about. What is it called? It's something it's literally the LRL too. Something LRL. Yeah, like Night at the LRL. Night at the LRL. Yeah. Um, Edgar is giving me like really strong uh, Chris, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth yeah. cult leader. Yeah, no, I had the exact same thought. Like, yeah. like, w- did did it was this just in the air? No, this would have been I mean, shot in the 2018. Oh, so you so he predates the El Royale movie, or, or it's or they were shot around the same time. I don't know. Either way, like th- this wouldn't just be them like copying that movie. The timelines are too yeah. close. But but speaking actually when did when did the El Royale movie come out? Release date. Uh Bad Times at the El Royale was released September twenty seventh, two thousand eighteen. Oh, okay. When did this episode Riverdale come out? Because... Season four, episode three release date. Uh well, I see a recap from October two uh twenty-third, two thousand nineteen. So it sounds like Ooh, they might they, they might, are just they might yeah, have copied they yeah, might be because one thousand like, percent in that case because like there there is something I think there is something of having like hot hippie looking like mm-hmm. cult leaders instead it reminds me kind of like the the uh, the Jesus cult that brought in a bunch of hippies uh, right I forget what it's called uh, but the, it happened in California Jesus uh, Jesus freaks is what they call themselves. Oh, okay. Um, wow, that one's not as cool as many of the other cult names. Well, well, no, that's what they were colloquially called. But there was there was oh, okay. there's uh, multiple ones. But they got disaffected to hippies to basically be homicidal, <laughs> homicidal Ooh, boomers, nice. which apparently isn't that hard to do. All right. Um. So for people who have not seen Bad Times at the El Royale and have no idea what the fuck we're talking about, uh, Edgar's for the rest of this uh, episode until he gets into his custom-made leather Evil Knievel suit with his name imprinted across his dick. Uh, we'll be wearing a variety of just open button downs to show off his abs with some like bootcut jeans. You know he was. Um, and it's. <laughs> you know he was dehydrated this entire shoot. Oh, yeah. as well and like the thing is he's doing that thing that people with abs do where like they're flexing fucking hard too mm-hmm. like you could t- and he's always sort of he's always sort of like leaning back a little because then you get a better uh cut on the abs yeah like he is just like like there is no way he's just like you know if i'm gonna die at the end of this episode I'm good. I want people. I want give. I want to give something up for daddies out there. You know, give something back. <laughs> something for the dads. Something for the dads. All the dads that got me here today. <laughs> this one's for you. I mean, to be fair, but, I do think he's hotter doing this shtick. Sure. <laughs> um, yeah, he he's gone full like cheesy cult leader villain now. It's it's fine. It's very. I I'm just saying. Like I I would I would go into his cult. It, it's a little funny that uh, in the season full of, like, literal 80s Satan, Satan panic about D&D, that's just, like, the most cheesy, you know, bullshit 
nonsense. He's playing like a relatively grounded, uh, I'd argue realistic seeming cult leader. And now that we're out of that season, he's like, ah, fuck it. Cartoon cult leader. Here we go. Yeah. Like, I feel like we needed this energy towards the end of last season. Right. That would have been welcome. Yeah. Um, (laughs) oh God. Yeah. So they're, they're doing like a writing workshop. Uh, and the guy just finished reading his story, and uh, people are discussing it, and Jughead sort of scoffs. Um, and then they trade verbal barbs at one another, uh, because they both have that Sigma male grindset attitude, and there can only be one. Well, see, the thing is, is uh, the Chuck, I don't know, Chadley... Whatever the fuck his sure. name is, yeah, whatever. Uh, he he's on he's on that alpha male grind set, but mm, uh, mm. but but you know the smarter, cooler, you know more grounded uh, Jughead mm. is on that sigma male grind set. So I have a couple of thoughts after <laughs> seeing this exchange. Uh, first off, uh, Jughead uses the term Salinger derivative as an insult, which is just I hate this school. But also, all right, so. That obviously offends, you know, Chad Chadley or whatever the fuck his name is. So he's like, oh, do you mind me discussing your story then? And he calls it puerile pulp, uh, you know, immature nonsense. I thought that was, was the Jughead like write a story about it or was he reporting on it? Like, I thought this was nonfiction. I, I thought this was nonfiction too. It can't be, it can't be puerile if he's literally just writing what he's saying. Well, actually, yeah, it can't be. It makes it, it, can't it, be, makes it more difficult to be puerile, but it definitely isn't pulp, because you're just reporting on the events. It's not pulp, because these things actually happened. It's not, you can't, and, uh, and also, it's not. And, and also, the other thing, Jughead does say uh, pulp isn't puerile, which of he's right. He or he says, he's right. He says pulp is not an insult to pulp me, which he's insult. correct, but no, of course but he did. pulp isn't an insult, it was just a way to label low culture stuff and that's it yeah. a lot of pulp well, turned it's be- into big- it's because it's because they printed it on the cheapest paper they could yeah it wasn't worth a lot and so it's pulpy paper and like, pulp. most of science fiction today would be nowhere without pulp i mean science yeah science fiction was considered pulp for a very long time actually it's, a lot of fantasy I mean, that's why wouldn't either that's that's why if you go into a creative writing class today still in college, nine out of ten times your professor is going to laugh at you if you say you write genre. Yeah, like, I don't understand, but that's the thing people read. Oh my god, I fucking hate academics so much. Okay, sorry. I'm, now, I'm just, I'm cutting back, I'm just cutting back to when I wanted to be a film student. I'm just like, it just fucking... Well, you know what, Art? In this case, uh, you can go ahead and blame the good old CIA, because... Uh, they did fund and found the most influential and prestigious uh, creative writing program in America that sort of laid the trajectory of uh, authorship, you know, yeah. since the 60s. <laughs> yeah, also also the CIA uh, funded a lot of, uh, covertly uh, funded a lot of modern, uh, modern art. Um, Boy, how did they? Because it was supposed to. <laughs> it was supposed to show American exceptionalism, but everyone hated yeah. it. Which mm-hmm. again, which is, uh, I mean, I'm not going to get into taste um, yeah. too much. I mean, it was yeah, it was part of the culture war. But it was- uh, they needed to prove that America could stand in the art world because up to this point they were <laughs> but, 
ridic- ridiculed but, by everyone because they're not Europe. But the thing is, like, they did, but, like, the thing is, like, Americans hated it, the Soviets hated it, Europe hated yeah. it, like, everyone hated Abex it. Because is fucking garbage. Yeah. Habex can suck my dick. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna say all modern art is bad, but there's, you could, mm, I, you could, you could spot a CIA-funded person even when they're doing <laughs> paintings. Like... I uh, not to sound like a crazy leftist, but like you can definitely tell when someone's like at least CIA adjacent when they're talking. <laughs> but yeah. Sorry, I just got I'm I'm just fucking angry at this. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will say I will say that the the teacher who's doing the whole, you know, mm-hmm. uh Dead Poet Society thing does say that the the thing that makes good writing is authenticity and that is correct you can write you can tell when someone is writing from an authentic place the majority of the time uh meanwhile cheryl meets um the live-in nurse tony hired behind her back which is a little weird of her to have done but i do appreciate she someone told him to show up in red scrubs uh, to match the decor yeah which uh to be honest like he he's too he's very he's like he's very like uh he's like the people you wanted to hire you would want to hire him to do the the magic might night Ma- magic mm-hmm. mic night he, he's a little hunky he's, he's, little he's hunky. hunky you know he's hunky also he's a nurse i mean i'm just saying like mm-hmm. that gives him some points he he's got that laid back attitude that lets you know he's got a good dick. Yeah. Also, he has he has like good arms, so you know. And also, he's a night nurse, mm-hmm. so like you know, you know, he could pick people up. Uh, anyway, Cheryl says, "Fine, whatever, but you're not allowed to go into the basement under any circumstances." And he's like, "Okay, whatever." Which feels like you would want to go into the basement, but also, right. yeah. Uh, so, uh, Jughead is going to see Moose. And or I think they're roommates, actually. No, no, wait, no, because he was fu- fucking them, right? She's fuck. She was. Yeah, fucking- in in their room that they sleep. Oh in no, together. they're roommates. Oh, they're roommates. Sorry, I completely skipped over that part. But uh, yeah. was it Rose? I don't know what. I don't think she's important. Daria. Some girl I don't know. She gets a name. Fucking. And we hear it a couple of times. I don't know. We'll get it later. But but basically, Moose and her were fucking, and there was like a tie, a sock on the door. Oh man, he's sending off such like Dead Poet Society look with that. Like he's like he was like the good looking one in the movie, a uh, Moose. Like he's yeah. like wearing the out. He's wearing the uniform, but like it's like real low. It's all unbuttoned. It's all unbuttoned. He hedonistic and stuff. He's very he's yeah. very attractive. I would say. Yeah. Also, Moose confirmed bisexual. Uh, he was dating. Midge because he liked her. I'm kind of glad that they did that. I'm gonna be yeah. real honest. Like they did it in the proper way too, because mm-hmm. like you don't need to make a big deal about it, but you can also, but you also need to say it. Also, that does mean Midge was just super into like an open relationship thing and maybe a three way with uh, Kevin. I mean, I'm. She wouldn't. That's confirmed. She wouldn't be the only person who wants to fuck a gay dude. Uh, as a woman well no i'm just saying that like back in uh that season we had discussed it and we weren't sure if it was like midge and moose were like dating dating and midge just wasn't aware that he was gay or that midge was aware and she was his beard and that's why she was cool with him seeing kevin 
Um, no, it's they were hooking up, but also Mage, I guess, is just like <clears throat> into the idea. He's like, yes, bring Kevin in. Let's get a third. Yeah, yeah, I know too many, too many um, uh, women uh, in college who were uh, to fetishize mm. gay men okay. to the point of where they <laughs> really ruined some relationships. Mm. Um, <clears throat> oh my god, I forgot about this is the moment. Oh my god, oh my This god. is the moment <laughs> where everything changes. At exactly wait, wait, wait. What are, uh, 1508. Wait, wait, I think I have a sound drop for this. I have a sound drop for this. Okay, please do. Uh, the part, uh, the, oh no, what, do I have it? Um, okay, first, um, oh no, what is it? Come on. Okay, it's not this one, but I like it. Okay. <laughs> um, no, it's this. That is appropriate. Yeah. Uh, okay, let me let me lay out this scene. So, uh, Betty and Charles are taking a call from Edgar, and Edgar's basically like, back the fuck off, or people start dying. Uh, and then he's, he's something about a hostage, and they're like, what hostage? And then Polly comes from around the corner to the room they're in and says, Betty, help, pulls off her shawl and shows that she's been strapped with an explosive vest and a dead man switch. It's incredible. Out of nowhere. We're, this is what we're doing now. I'm just in awe. Yeah, it's... And also, just like... Oh, I love this part because Charles... The the FBI man, yeah, was just like, "Hey, little sister, de-arm this suicide vest, please." True, I didn't even really think about that. Why would Betty be the one to do that? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I would not just hand her scissors. I'd be like, "Move out of the way and let me disarm this." Yeah. Well, wait, wait, why does... Betty's talking herself through it. Why does Betty know how to disarm a bomb? I don't know. This is... A, okay, well, th- it does the thing that, like, everything does now. Mm-hmm. Where it'd be like, oh, you cut the wrong wire. It's making it, like, go too quickly. And yeah. apparently there's, like, a pin in the dead man switch that you need to put right. in. And, oh, guess who right, always has, it, I mean, it, yeah. has a pin with an eye. Pin with an yeah. eye. It, it's Betty. Because yeah. she wears a bunch of bobby pins. Yeah, to, you know, pick locks. So she puts it in so she can let go of the switch. Uh, and it's it's fine. Polly's alive and the office didn't get blown up by a suicide bomber. I would like to ask real quick. Mm. And I don't know if you'll know this. And this has barely anything to do with the episode. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> why do some people wear so many bobby pins? Like, I know, like, I understand it's to hold your hair in place. But, like, you shouldn't need, like, more than, like, maybe four or five. But it seems like some just puts, like, a million in there. Like, they have to be only Uh, using it for, like... I mean, I I feel like uh, it probably gives you a stronger hold if you got a couple per section. And I feel like... I just noticed that the professor's got, like, uh, like shaved shaved into the side of his head. Um, And also, I don't know, it's probably just used to have bobby pins around. Okay, yeah, I guess so. Check that out. Look, he's got he's got little uh, designs in his head. Oh, well, it's because it's cool. They're a little faded. He's a yeah, because he's so cool. Because that's the way you show that you're like you're uh, like a yeah. cool person you're yeah. and you're hip, uh, and you're not yeah. in like the 70s. I think is when the Deadwood Society said is 70s or 60s. 
I actually uh, really like the assignment he gives them. He gives them all a story with, uh, it's like a murder mystery, but with the final chapter where the killer's revealed, uh, mm-hmm. removed. And he tells them all to write their own version of the final chapter. I think that's a really that, cool uh, That's really good. I, exercise. I think that's a yeah. good exercise, honestly. I um, Is her name Daria? Donna. Donna. Okay. Donna. Um, I didn't realize that was the same girl that was hooking up with Moose, but you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling she's uh, gonna yeah, have. She, she wants to fuck the professor or the teacher. I think she, she was giving him fuck me eyes. She wants to. She wants to fuck a lot of people. Yeah. I wonder if maybe she'll die this season. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we know the track record of any woman fucking moose. Oh, so far, yeah, it's sure it's, it's a case so study far. of one so far. Yeah. But you know, it's one hundred percent. Um. Oh, right. There's new drug dealers in town. <laughs> God, I almost. I want them to just not. I want them to yeah. not think about drugs for one season. Is that? Is, yeah, Mad Dog's like Archie. It happened again. My brother Malcolm got jumped by those thugs. They're headed up by a guy named Dodger. He's so bad. He picks on kids. We gotta do something, Archie. Archie's like, yes, I would like to kill someone with my hands, but you can't be involved, Mad Dog. You could go back to prison. And that was that exchange. Do you think uh, Polly is on their side, or do you think she's so deep in the cult that she's playing double agent to them? Because I'm not decided. I think that Polly is just a character that they bring in when they need someone to <laughs> be in between. Yeah, my my senses are tingling. I think there's going to be a third act betrayal by Polly, and she's going to have secretly been working for Edgar the whole time. Yeah. Not in this episode. I mean, like, third act of the season <laughs> reveal. I feel like it's going to be a late one. Um, Betty needs money for some bullshit. I don't care. Oh, right. No, no. What it was was um, that, like, the FBI is not going to help us, so you should just raise all the money for Edgar's demands yourself, Betty. So, uh, Veronica's gonna sell off all those Glamour J eggs that are, you know, worth $50,000 a pop. Uh, meanwhile, Betty hits up Tony, because Tony knows a guy who makes fake passports and IDs so that she can get some fake identities for her family, I guess. Uh, once she liberates them. Yeah. Yep, so she steals a bus, gets a bunch of money from Veronica, um, and they're off to the races. She pulls up, and they let her in. Yeah, this this was like put together a little too cleanly for me. I'm gonna be real honest. Yeah, they uh, they were like, we got to be done with this by this episode. Let's go. Come on, wrap it up. I feel like it should be harder for a child to steal a school bus, just a little bit. Like, I'm not saying I it mean, should be hard. I'm just saying, but it's harder. Betty Cooper, straight A student on student council or whatever. And remember, it's- she just forgot her calculus book. She's just gonna pop in real quick with the keys and to get it. She'll be right back. Oh, yeah. You know, this isn't this isn't Jughead stealing a bus. This is Betty Straight A Cooper. That poor secretary didn't know that Betty has a darkness in her. She couldn't have known. Um. So Edgar's here chewing up the scenery. And it's just basically look at my abs. Look at my abs. And then uh, Evelyn wearing a cute little beret knocks Betty out. I love that they're like, all right, now that Evelyn's not pretending to be a high schooler and can be older now, look, is berets and Doc Martens. We're like, there, she's 30 now. Well, she's supposed to, 
she looks like a she looks like a Gen Z now. <laughs> I'm not being a Gen <laughs> X now. Um, this is just more of that rich white kid picking on Jughead, which just, I mean, I get it because he's a rich asshole and the son of a diplomat, so he has like no sense of self self preservation. But like personally, if I knew that a kid came from like a gang ridden school and was in a gang and like was a gang leader. I would maybe not pick fights with him. You know what's like really easy to do, which uh, Archie showed. Also, mm-hmm. Archie would. I feel like Jughead would be like this person's being mean to because Archie desperately needs to kill someone, which is why he joins the army next season. Yeah, and Archie's <laughs> got nothing to lose. Like, what what are they going to do to Archie? He's got no assets. They're going to take his gym. Okay, whatever. Oh, is it most... He's got nothing. No, he's he has nothing, and he needs to kill someone. <laughs> he's got nothing and no one, and he needs to murder. God, no wonder... You're right, no wonder he ended up in the army. He, Jesus Christ. He's the person He's the person who joins the army because he gets to shoot bad people, quote-unquote. Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, anyway, Veronica comes home, and... Oh, surprise, Hiram's here. Because it's his prison, dummy. He can leave when he wants. Yeah, like he's he he said the th- at the thing out loud, which I was wondering why is he even yeah. in jail? <laughs> oh uh, yeah, and this is where he monologues for like two minutes about how his last name used to be Luna, um, but that people didn't respect that. I can't tell if that's like a racial thing or if there's like more to that story and Luna's tainted for another reason. Like I, but, I feel like if there is a reason why it's tainted, like they mm-hmm. will. It will come up. It this will season. come up this season, yeah. but I have a feeling, and this is just from my experience being a brown person mm-hmm. in a white family, mm-hmm. and other people yeah. who are you know first or second generation immigrants and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of parents, a lot of parents, either push their kids a little bit too hard. To join the culture mm-hmm. or says hey i don't want you, i want you to be american you don't need to be xyz mm-hmm. and i think right. he wanted to just be an american mm. somehow like he wanted to like just yeah. get that american assimilate. dream yeah. and assimilate that because that's what it feels like to me anyway although something i did forget is that uh his first name also wasn't originally hiram it was, it was Jaime. uh jaime which Hiram's also not like a white sounding name. <laughs> but you could say theoretically, like like me personally, like mm-hmm. I feel like if I didn't have context, I would think mm-hmm. Hiram is like maybe like a like a Eastern European name or a Jewish name for whatever reason. Mm, I my head immediately goes to like uh, a Middle Eastern name, but yeah, like it doesn't sound it doesn't sound white, but it doesn't sound Hispanic. Right now, Jaime does sound a little bit more Hispanic. Right, um, I mean the the natural choice would be to then uh, Anglify it and make it Jamie, right? Like I feel yeah, like... no, yeah, no, just just go by Jamie, dude. If he went by yeah. Jamie Lodge, people would not know if he what right. race he is. Well, like I'm, I'm just saying he is. Or what gender? Uh, what gender he goes by? Yeah, just, you know, Hiram. Just an interesting choice all around for any like possible motive. I'm not quite sure why he went with that. Yeah, like I feel like if you're gonna, you might as well anonymize yourself as much as possible. Yeah, and like anglify yeah. everything. I mean, 
You know what the actual answer is? The actual answer is uh, they came up with Hiram originally probably being like, that sounds ethnic, that will work. I... Um, and now they're trying to retcon, oh, actually, no, he's, you know, he grew up Latino, and so his name's Jaime, and uh, he changed his last name because of racism. <laughs> okay, here's the other, see, like, Archie has a lot of plots going into his plot, mm-hmm. like, plot lines, but all of them are boring. Uh, yeah. So his mom is just like, I want you to go to Chicago where there's less crime, which again, right, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not one of those fucking chuds that are like, oh, Chicago, maybe we should no, give a thing. No, but like, statistically. But statistically, like, like again, yeah. <laughs> okay, let me, let me rephrase something. Riverdale definitely has more crime statistically, like, percentage-wise, than yeah, Chicago. Yeah, per capita, per yeah, capita. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just saying, like, it'd be different. It's, it's just, it's just, yeah, like, it's just so deeply funny to hear someone be like, "Get out of this sleepy little hometown of yours and get somewhere safe, like Chicago." Like, and again, we're not chuds. We're not chuds. Right. Like, we're not whatever. It's just like Chicago is still. It's still. I mean, one, it's a major metropolitan yeah. city, so you've got all of that, and two, no, I mean, there is a very serious like gun and gang issue in Chicago that's been perpetuated by a lot of socioeconomic factors. So I'm not saying that as like, oh, you know, those thugs, I'm saying it, but I am saying there is a reality of like very intense violence within Chicago in certain neighborhoods. Yeah, I just don't, like, it'd be, it'd almost be like, hey, why don't you go back to 1970s New York with me? Right. (laughs) Like, or or Miami. uh, Honestly, even like, Today, New York, because it's still a major city. There's a lot of crime yeah, that still happens in New York. Yeah, this this small city, which I, which again, asterisk yeah. until proven otherwise. Yeah, like can't have more than like what a hundred thousand people in it. Yeah, like it's just it's just a goofy sentence. It's such hear. a weird thing. Like I, this is the second time they've done that. I have a very clear memory of her coming back in season two or whatever making the same offer to archie get out of here and go somewhere safe with like with me in chicago oh man though it does she does hint that she'll be staying around so i guess uh they got that molly ringwald money now they've been doing very well for themselves well like i feel like what was happening because like luke perry was Mm -hmm. a big get for them on this yeah so that's fair so once he's dead and not to sound Right, Cynical. that paycheck's opened up. That paycheck's yeah, that opened up. Yeah, available. Yeah, and also, I mean, Riverdale has been doing numbers. It's a very watched show, so like they just have more money in general. I'm assuming. Part of me, part of me, kind of wants them to like bag like another like like '80s actor who's like big. Yeah, that'd be fun. Uh, get uh, I guess uh, Moranis doesn't want to work anymore, but get like a uh. I don't know who's ever around. Like I feel like it, yeah, like a big '80s actor. Yeah, like I I can't think of any off the top of my head, but like yeah, but yeah. I think it'd also just be fun to get like a big modern actor on here. I think <laughs> they can afford really it. I think honestly they can afford it now. Oh, they could if they wanted to. It's just you know if they're gonna spend it that way. Anyway, Archie decides to return to his vigilante roots, um, and shows up uh at an arcade because Riverdale has an arcade now. By the way. <laughs> Uh, God, when I was watching this, my girlfriend, I literally pointed and said, new set alert. We're going to be seeing a lot more of that in the future. Uh, but yeah, he's at the arcade with a bat and he's going to beat the shit out of all these guys. To be fair, this is a really good set. 
Um, also, yeah. as a person from Louisville, I mm-hmm. hate it when people say Louisville Slugger. I, mm-hmm. I understand. Okay, yeah. people <laughs> will make fun of, oh, you're saying it like that. You don't just, de- just default to what the people from there say. If they say, like, it's still, like, Louis, Louis you sound like a goddamn nerd. I, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, I say the Louisville slugger. Thank you very much. That's better than Louisville. <laughs> Is it really? No, I know. I, I guess, I guess when you say Louis, you make it French, so it's automatically the worst. You're right. Yeah. We're, we also are named after one of the worst French people. The 15th, Louis the 15th. Really? Sucks to suck. I know. Uh, so, Ron kind of tries to give uh, Archie's mom $40,000 to help renovate the place, and Archie's mom says, please don't give him more reasons to stay here. And then Veronica says something that I don't really care about. I checked out at this point. (laughs) Okay, um, you know, you're saying that to his girlfriend, uh, mom, right? You know, yeah. <laughs> mom, hey, mom, you're saying that to his girlfriend may be a strong reason for him to stay. Maybe. Right. Hmm? Huh? Um, so, Cheryl, once again, talking to Jason, she's like, huh, that's weird. I thought I left you over there. How spooky. And that's the whole scene. I'm glad that they kept Mad Dog on, because uh, he seems like a cool actor. Uh, I don't think they really know, like, what to do with him yet. He's just sort of around. Like, he, like, I feel like once they get a niche for him, a mm-hmm. niche, I should say, I did the thing mm-hmm. I hate, the niche for him. Yeah. Um, he's gonna do great. Um, yeah. it's just, like, they really don't know what to do with him right now. Yeah. Although he does point out, like, yo, you can't just spend this money you got from drug dealers. Oh, you have yeah, to Archie it. also robbed the drug dealers and conveniently got, like, $40,000 in cash. Like, but... Thank God Mad Dog's here. Yeah. Uh, tells him, you can't, this is hot. You can't use this. You gotta launder it first. Good thing Archie owns a business, huh? Yeah. Dude, he owns a business. You're right. He owns a business. Like, the easiest way to launder money is just to have a business. Yeah. Like- yeah, you just cook the books. Which, I mean, he does say any chance your girlfriend could help us with that. Which makes sense. Veronica has been laundering money already, so no problem. She'll set you up. <laughs> Anyway, uh, they made all the uh, story chapter submissions anonymous so that no one would have bias, and uh, Jughead won, and Chad Brett got last. I think no one voted for him, and he's real big mad about it. Uh, meanwhile, Elizabeth finally waking up. Sorry, Betty. Uh, Alice is here calling her Elizabeth, so I got in my head. Betty's here. Woke up, woke up in a hotel room next to uh, her mom. They're tied to chairs. Yeah, I'll, I don't like it when she calls her Elizabeth. I don't know why, but Elizabeth makes her sound uh, too proper instead of like the dirt, mm. like the like the uh, the dirty trash goblin she is. <laughs> There's no darkness in Elizabeth, Justin Betty. Well, okay, sorry, sorry, I forgot to say, dirty trash goblin derogatory. Of, <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with uh, most dirty so- trash goblins. Uh, Alice explains Edgar's plan is to have Evelyn drive a bus full of farmies off a cliff as a distraction so he can ascend. And the ascent, we already kind of, we already said what it was, but again, yeah. I was not expecting it to be literal. Yeah, I, I have some questions regarding that that I will discuss when we get there. 
Meanwhile, Hunky Nurse came back, mentions he was in the basement, um, so Cheryl fires him immediately. And that's like the whole scene. I Again, <laughs> they're like, we don't want to reveal that Cheryl's keeping a body in her basement yet, but we have no idea how to stretch out a plot point. So like, fuck, we're just going to keep talking about it, I guess. They should they should have done what they normally do when they uh, stretch out a plot point, which is talk about it, forget, and then talk about it for one episode, and then forget about it until the end of the season. Yeah, that would have actually been really fun if like they solve everything. Then also, Shill's here with her body. Yeah. <sighs> I wonder if uh, the actor for Jason got paid for this. I hope he did. It's his. It's his likeness, but that's, like, definitely not him, right? So, I, I wonder. I hope so, too. But. Well, like, I'm wondering, do actors who, uh, like, let's, okay, let, for example, Miss Grundy, from the first step, mm-hmm. for first season, mm-hmm. um, does she get paid any time she's in a flashback, or, like, in a recap? I probably, I think so. Because, like, I feel like um, you would want to using... put that down, especially for a serialized thing. Right, yeah, because you're you're still using footage you have filmed of them, and so you have to pay for that. But like, for example, the thing with uh, Jason that makes it a little weird is like, that's just a a body mold in the shape of that actor's likeness, and so like, I don't know if he signs some clause that says they're allowed to keep using his likeness, then you know he's fucked. Otherwise, I think they'd have to pay for that. I'm not a lawyer, though. I don't know what I'm talking about. He was also a young actor and barely showed up in the first season, yeah. so I wonder how much... Yeah, he wasn't really in the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's a bit funny how big of a character his character is when he's just, like, not in the show. I don't think he's ever had lines. No. He might not even be an actor. That could be a model they hired. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's, that's one thing, because, like, I feel like... Because you have to... Because, like, even if you're, um, like, writing a book... About someone mm-hmm. you have to you have to pay for or you have to get life rights, right? Yeah. Um, so like, I mean, you can fictionalize a little bit, but like, if it's close enough, like you'll still yeah. you can get sued. Um, so yeah. I'm wondering like how that exactly works. Yeah, I mean, it's they either had to pay to use his likeness or he had signed some clause in his original co- contract that fucked him, and they can use it for uh, perpetuity, which is what Disney does with a lot of their stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Alice and Betty broke out of their chairs super easily. Evelyn came in and was like, oh no, where are they? And they came out of the closet and knocked her out. Betty stole her clothes for some reason. Okay, she looks and then, nothing like Evelyn. She's not even as tall as Evelyn. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't know. They, she stole her clothes. Because then later they're like, yeah, you know, with cult members, as long as you speak like you're an authority, they'll listen to you. Which? So <laughs> I don't know then why you stole Evelyn's clothes. Okay. Maybe she just thought it was a cute fit. Here's the thing. Okay, it is kind of a cute fit. It does does look good on mm. her. But like she is technically right. You can't mm-hmm. like it doesn't even with cult members. You can just do it with just regular ass adults if no, you speak sure. with enough yeah. authority. But like yeah. I feel like I don't know. I just can't. <sighs> it's just that they're undercutting the like the their own possible explanation for why Betty Puzz possibly done this thing yeah um anyway um then uh fang sees her and is like betty so she knocks him out that's fine everyone else keeps getting on the bus then edgar sees her them from the stairs and he's like betty oh the way the fucking way they revealed edgar seeing her 
It's like it's like a it's like a comedy dramatic zoom in. It's very good. Like it very much like or or like you could very easily put like the uh, uh, another challenger approaches screen. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Edgar ascends. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But then Weatherby shows up and he's the one whose fingers have been getting cut off as Edgar interrogates people to figure out who the mole is. Um, but he's like, uh, Betty's like, oh, you are, you used to be a prince, but you can tell everyone to get on the bus. You're used to that stupid teacher. Cause I got to go fight Edgar now. <laughs> Fascinating wording there. So she calls, uh, Charles and is like, uh, send your, uh, I'm, I'm at the compound. I'm rescuing everyone. And he's like, get out of there. Governor Dooley sending in a band oh, of mercenaries. Oh my god, okay, a band of mercenaries. You have the SWAT or the National Guard. Right, yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Like, you have the police. Like, he could send state police, SWAT, National Guard, like, mercenaries? What? Maybe, maybe this is a clue, Um, and the reason he can't send in the National Guard is because he already sold this to Hiram. And now this is not a U.S. city anymore. <laughs> and so the oh, National Guard need not what apply. If, what if Hiram actually did the libertarian dream? Right, that's what I'm saying. That's why they're mercenaries, because he had to hire a security force. Now, now I, I, I want to put this out here. Mm-hmm. What if we had a Schitt's Creek-style show, but with the cast of Riverdale and, like... Like, like a wacky, like, sitcom on the background of all of this stuff. That'd be pretty good. It would be. I would like it a lot. Oh. Oh, um. So then Alice confronts Edgar, who is getting into his rocket ship while dressed in his bright white tight leather evil Knievel uh, all leather jumpsuit with the belt that says in big bold letters, Edgar. Like... It is just, I'll, ooh, I fucking love this so much because, like, on top of that, like, if it, if you had no context, you would think this is just like a really patriotic stunt man because there's an American flag, yeah. red, white, and blue evil Knievel outfit yeah. with a red, white, and blue rocket, and the stars down the sleeves. Yep. Yeah. Uh, he's. I uh don't really understand why they need to stop this man. If he gets into that rocket, he will just die. <laughs> just so. let him die. <laughs> uh, just let him. Like, I think it would be very funny to watch him fly off in this rocket. Actually, why did you stop this, Alice? It'll end a lot like that one flat earther who built his own rocket, uh, so he could prove with his own eyes that there's no curvature to the earth. And then he tries to pull a gun on uh, Alice, so she. Shoots him, and he's dead now. <clears throat> and or is it he? would have been way better if he got into his... God. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, what if he ascended, but in the traditional yeah, way I've... that cult leaders mean? What if he comes back as an energy ghost oh. and starts guiding Betty or whatever? Oh, my God. What if he becomes, like, the second, like, like a, disis- like a disassociated uh, identity thing? For uh, Betty, and he becomes like, <laughs> like <laughs> she, he becomes like God. the guide for her dark self. Uh, uh, no, he's gonna take over her body because uh, he's a light, uh, a light being now, 
Um, and then it's gonna Betty's going to need Dark Betty to fight him back in her own mind to take control again. Oh my god, I kind of want that. It's like it's like that episode of X Men where a uh, Storm gets possessed by the Shadow King or whatever, and then she has to fight him in his mind. Which which you think would be less of a common thing, but so many people have to fight the Shadow King on the astral realm. You know, I mean, he gets around, right? Yeah, he does. Shadow King always be infesting people's bodies and, and <laughs> Sh- trying to take over. <laughs> Shadow King be taking people's bodies over where they wear uh, wear that necklace. Yeah. He's like, yo, fight me in the astral realm. <laughs> uh, so Veronica is now here to tell her dad that she changed her name legally to Veronica Luna and that she's changing the locks. Again, I don't care. Maybe I'll care later when some insane secret about the Luna name comes out. But until then, I really don't. Yeah. Right now, he's kind of. She's just kind of doing a fuck you to Hiram, being like, you know what? I'm gonna yeah. fucking change my name to the one that you didn't like. You piece of shit. Oh yeah, and then a rat comes out of Jason's body. But okay, but I also want to say, um, that rat mm-hmm. is clearly just a fancy rat. Oh yeah, like that's a Hollywood rat, that, baby. That rat, that rat is a cute little scrumbly boy who like yeah. who who wants to like who wants to eat some mint uh, mint leaves out of your hands and will clean themselves yeah, with that. It. That rat has a headshot. Yeah. Then Tony, with uh, maybe the most understated performance of the year, walks in on Cheryl about to sew uh, Jason's stomach back together, and she's like, "Oh no." I mean, I personally would just react much more strongly if I were in on my girlfriend sewing up a cadaver of her dead twin brother. Anyway, I mean, um, uh, how do you know? Uh, you never experienced it before. I'm, I'm, yeah, but if it, I mean, R.I.P. to Tony, but I'm different. <laughs> You're just built different. <laughs> yeah, I'm just built different. Um, but meanwhile, Brentworth or whatever has plastered the school with the newspaper article where Moose's dad got caught. Uh, pretending to be the gargoyle king and so now everyone knows his dark secrets and he's he can't stay here anymore i love that uh jughead's like oh my god so this is different than like fighting the ghoulies it's like psychological warfare uh when i remember him in season one trying to dunk on reggie by saying that reggie couldn't spell necrophiliac <laughs> it seems like i mean it just seems like you're going back to your roots jug i feel like you're equipped for this also i, I okay I just want to, I just want to point out real quick. Most people don't yeah. need to really know the suffix philia or necrophilia as a thing until they're introduced to it, like later. Sure. Like I, I wouldn't judge someone if they didn't know how to fill necro, didn't know how to uh, spell necrophilia. It just means that I they're mean, not as cursed with knowledge. I mean, that's not a, it's not a terribly difficult word to spell. You I mean, can it's, figure that out pretty easily. It's not, but also there's a lot of words that sound like other words, you know? Sure, sure. Uh, anyway, someone's left a VHS tape at uh, Jughead's uh, porch. I don't remember if we actually get to see what's in here. I don't think we do, do we? I don't think we do. No, no. it just cuts. Yeah, it just cuts the title thing. The and title, yeah. So that's the stingers that he got a VHS tape. Now they have to go. Now they have to go to the to the uh, rundown Kmart to buy some dead stock of. <laughs> right. Of, what What if it's just the ring? What if it's, What if <laughs> this season's just the ring? Well, okay, we know he disappears. 
Right. In seven days. Well, no, 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 watching the- no, no, but no, but like, no, it has to be, it has to be in several yeah. months though, because like it's spring break and it's uh fall mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So are they going to string that along the entire, I really hope they don't. I, they can't pull us. They can't pull uh like a 10, 10 episode story arc off that. Well, like <laughs> we'll have to see. I really hope they don't. All right. Um, well, would you like to recommend our listeners anything, Art? Um, the well, the second part of season one of um, Shaman King came out. Nice. I only watched a couple episodes of it, but it's pretty. I mean, it's Shaman King, but slightly better. This is Shaman King Brotherhood. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. I mean, essentially, yeah. I am still really waiting for them to go redo um i really want them uh, and studio trigger specifically Mm. i want them to redo demon slayer not demon slayer sorry not demon slayer redo um (laughs) slow leader slow leader why was i thinking demon slayer Uh, Slow leader because that show was near perfect for two seasons and then it got real yeah. shit for one. And I read yeah. past that point in the manga, and the rest of the manga is really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was because they had outpaced the manga, yeah. so they were just making shit up. I feel like, I really feel like they should just stop. Like, I understand why they don't do it. Why didn't you? Because mm-hmm. capitalism. But, um, yeah. like, I wish that they would give, like, the manga, like, several years Mm-hmm. Like, let it be, like, halfway done before they start. Because, like, they run into this issue so many times. Yep. And it makes the... It actively makes the anime worse. Because, like, the show writers are trying to work off of what they have. But they don't know exactly what's going on. And then it gets mm-hmm. all weird. <sighs> I'm looking at you two whole seasons of filler for Naruto. I just think that they should stop adapting manga and only do two season original stories. I honestly would prefer. Okay, here, how about this? Even better, stop adapting manga. Just do better versions of American Amer- uh, American uh, comic animation. Just do that. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, just do like I would be fine if they just was just like, hey, you know, all those like TV shows that you want out of a. Uh, out of these american comics just make just just let the japanese people edit them instead of the americans who tend to do worse at it in almost every single way a majority of the time i mean that's not an issue of animation that's an issue of art direction and budget yeah and i feel like i feel like if you had like a i feel like if you had a anime studio who can sometimes be doing up to like a hundred something episodes on one thing, but condense that budget into like I don't know, like twelve episodes of like one comic book story. Yeah, like I feel like you can do all that. I'm just saying, like Super Crooks is so such a good anime, and it it blows my mind that it was just like Mark Miller was just like, yo, I'll just give it to like this this person, and I know that's because like it because Netflix bought a bunch of anime studios. Yeah, but, but yeah, I just I would just rather have that. Also, maybe just do more original stories. <laughs> but yeah, honestly, and that's my request only because I don't want to watch a fucking hundred and fifty episodes of anime. I, <laughs> just give me a two season quickie. I please don't. I don't mind having like a really long anime or anything. Um, it's just 
that stuff better be on spot because as soon as you start introducing a lot of filler, it goes to shit mm-hmm. almost immediately. Um, like I think, and don't crucify me. That's all these people who hate Black Clover for some reason. But Black Clover is about is about two hundred episodes long now, but it keeps pretty straightforward with the narrative consistency. Like it doesn't go off in a lot of wild uh, a, lo- a lot of wild areas and stuff. And it's fairly it's based off of the manga by by quite a bit. And I it goes it's a lot better for it. It's just I feel like a lot of the studios don't know how to predict stuff for you know filler episodes. Sometimes filler episodes are good. Sometimes they are, mm-hmm. but majority of the time they're bad. And that also goes with like that also goes with like you know like American shows based off of like books and stuff. Mm-hmm. They're bad at predicting things. So stop doing filler. Maybe that's it. Maybe just wait for stuff to finish before you adapt them. I don't know. That's my that's my thing. That's my wish. All right. Uh, speaking of adapting things, I guess I will recommend uh, this episode. The Wheel of Time has been going on for like six episodes now. I don't hate it actually, which surprised me. I thought it would be a lot worse than it is. I kept. I was told multiple times that if you mm-hmm. don't like the first five books in any way. Mm-hmm. don't even worry with it and that made me that's correct um because <laughs> apparently if you like the first five books in a little bit of a way by the time you're on like book 40 something it pays off but like <laughs> all right all right all right relax there's only 14, 14 in this one. whatever whatever apparently though it's it, apparently it's just like kind of shitty kind of shitty then amazing at the end and that's probably because brandon sanderson is writing it but uh, I, I would say that the reason uh, five's a good cutoff point is because if you don't like the first five, you're going to hate around like eight through ten, which infamously just nothing happens in those like three books. Like it's just scenery description and like people brooding. Literally nothing happens for like uh, 20,000 pages. It's nuts. Not 20,000. That's insane. 2,000 pages is what I meant to say. To bring it back to uh, the Bleach, uh, to bring it back to anime. So like Bleach. And on the on the manga, <laughs> oh my god, I hated Bleach so much. I was trying to read it because it was you know it was one of the big three, and mm-hmm. there would be literal pages of just Ichigo and the the villain just staring off in the middle distance, like just oh, fully monologues. rendered. Yeah. Like I'm just like just do something. I'm not even a person who's just like I need everything to be fighting in a shonen. I don't like mm-hmm. I like the little you know happy not not happy but like sad like backstory parts sometimes. But don't just draw the people looking off in the middle distance for multiple pages. Whatever. Sorry, I'm still upset about that. I don't want to understand why people got past it. But, but yeah, no, I, yeah. I don't, I don't think I'm going to get into Will of Time. Now that being said, I do want to get into Percy Jackson. Apparently, it's a very good read, but not Will of Time. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. So, is it, so would you suggest the show? I guess. Um. How campy do you like your fantasy? I don't mind it as long as the world building is there. Mm, it's it's hard for me to objectively judge the world building of the show because I, of course, have a lot of other background knowledge and I can't always remember what I know and what the show's told me. Um, but, I mean, give the first episode a try. Okay. I'd say. Oh, prop. You'll If you don't like the first episode, don't bother continuing because it's more of that. Okay. But it's it it kind of reminds me for some reason of Xena. Um, it's not quite as cheesy, 
but there's something about I don't know, maybe it's just that people are wearing bright colors. Maybe it's um I don't know, it I I've read some posts from Brandon Sanderson, who's I guess consulting on the show, and he's been really pushing to not make the show like super grim and dark because he's getting the sense that that's what Amazon wants because they're probably trying to do a Game of Thrones and that's like no. not really what Wheel of Time is about. Okay. Uh, so he's been pushing for more levity. So it's it's been it's a decent balance. And then the magic effects are uh, not necessarily bad, but I, you can tell they're special effects, which I kind of appreciate I, in a fantasy. I don't know. I don't, it's mind, just, like, I don't mind it looking special effecty as long yeah. as it doesn't look as long as it doesn't bring you too far out of the immersion. No, no, it's it's just on that edge, which is like I don't know. I I feel like when a fantasy sh- fantasy show is like too polished, I I like get bored with it for some reason. Uh, this one's got got you know some rough edges that I I really like to chew on. I don't know. It's uh, I've been having fun. Okay. Well, uh, I'll yeah. I'll keep that in consideration. Um, yeah. I would want to, uh, if I can recommend a book though, uh, because sure. I have been actively reading, uh, lately, um, I would read the Salvager series. Um, it is written by Alex White, um, and it's a three book series. It's very, um, it has the feel of Firefly without the, uh, mm. unfortunate Josh Whedon stuff. Um, uh, but it's, it has, it has almost everything you can want. It has magic and space, spaceships mm. with, uh, there's sapphic stuff. There's, uh, like found family stuff. Um, it's real snappily written. Like it's really, mm. it's a really easy read while also mm-hmm. still having like a nice length to it. Um, I just mm. finished the first two and I am not disappointed by any by any means. Like you have two point of view characters. One's like mm-hmm. a middle aged woman who's kind like kind of quote unquote past her prime, and then you have a young hotshot that was a uh, young hotshot race uh, race car driver or race car mm-hmm. racer, I should say, mm-hmm. um, who was kind of kidnapped. But also saved by the crew that she ends up being, like, found family with. Okay. Um, I would really suggest it. Uh, they're also ridiculously cheap, um, too. Mm. Um, I don't think they really got a lot of... Well, they got praise, but they didn't get a lot of praise. Like, mm. yeah. But I would really honestly suggest that. It's, uh, it's real fun. Okay. Also, the way they do magic uh, is real interesting. How about uh, you sign us off then, Jesse? I think it's your it turn. Is it's turn. Art. It is my turn. It is my turn. And um, yeah. Uh, hey, 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 uh, Daniel. Yes. Um, have you heard of Waco? <laughs> 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 I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of Waco, Betty? Waco, Betty? Waco.